Hello and welcome to this episode of Paranormal Hotline. Maybe you're driving to or from work, and this is your soundtrack to that. Maybe you're sitting quietly in your study, brandy and cigar in hand, pondering the peculiarities of the planet. Maybe you're sitting on the bus and are playing this at full volume because you forgot your headphones. In that case, tits, arse, etc, etc. Maybe you are in high orbit, scanning the internet from your cloaked ship. In that case, please take me with you. Paranormal Hotline is a weekly podcast where we look at the strange, unusual and downright odd. My name is Oshin and I'm joined by my co-ghost Kaylee. Hello. Kaylee, how are you doing? I'm oh, pretty good, I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm a bit under the weather, but uh, aside from that, I can't really complain. I think it's the cold snap has has. <laughs> I think it's the, the shock from last week's episode. <laughs> it just set Maybe, your immune brilliant. system off. I actually have a follow-up um, from last week's episode. Uh, remember I mentioned the okay. whole thing with the centrifuge and how people would have out-of-body experiences when they're in the cent- centrifuge? Yeah. Apparently, it's very common and it happens all the time. And it's actually been known okay. to happen to people who are driving the the planes or whatever, or they're, they're dr- whatever the really fast ones are called. What are they called, Ashin? <laughs> the fighter pilots? Fast planes. The really fast planes. The fighter pilots, yeah. Uh, when somebody hits like G-force at a certain amount, uh, there's been records of pilots leaving the craft and looking at themselves in through the, the windshield. Whoa. Yeah. So that's definitely one we're going to have to look into because it was a. Yeah, I only wow. took a brief um, look at it, but there was loads of accounts of it. I saw a thing, and this is like very loosely related. Just you said G forces. And I was looking at apparently if you're on Big Thunder Mountain and you're sitting on in the back seat, right? Yes. After going up one of the hills, there's like a, a drop, not a drop, but like the downward part of the track, but it's going at an angle, like it's a it's a turn at the same time. Right. And uh, part of it is. You're, you're basically going around this rock bit. Uh, so that's on the inside, if you can imagine. And there's a goat on that. If you keep on looking at the goat as you go down and do this turn, by all accounts, you just like get hit with the like the most G-force you can on that ride. <laughs> what? So, like, yeah, yeah, just it has something you to do... You have to look or, at the goat? Like... Yeah, 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 it has to do with, like, your head is kind of, will be, like... You'll be looking, like, straight to your left or to your right, so it'll be per- it'll be perpendicular to the way that you're traveling oh my god it's not like you get more g-force but it's like you feel whatever yeah whatever more, dis- de- more head dis- gets hit more deori- disorientated by it that's wild that's um, like an urban legend kind of thing you know you gotta drink a black slurpee maybe, and then say the hail mary backwards <laughs> hop on maybe, <laughs> big <yeah>. thunder mountain <laughs> you'll see the devil and then can, we, pass can we go out. big thunder mountain and like yeah can can we like project ourselves <laughs> we can't both be in the one seat so we'll have to take turns <laughs> um is the goat black? I want to know if the goat's black. Black Phil. Yeah, just these red eyes. You look. No, he's chewing. On, he is chewing on dynamite, though. Oh, <laughs> definitely a demonic goat. Yeah, the only t- kind of uh, experience I have with G forces is on roller coasters, and I did almost black out in that one roller coaster in Spain. Oh yeah, you like, had a great two years ago. It was very strange. <laughs> um, so it's the only experience. I didn't leave my body, unfortunately. But now I kind of want to black out on Thunder Mountain. <laughs> Without further ado. Let's have a quick look at the Gloucester ghoul. Ooh. So, Gloucester, uh, is that not a type ooh. of cheese? Let's, um, I don't even know what that is. It is a type of cheese, but... Um, but not related to the ghoul. See, th- this this is using, like, the American spelling of Gloucester. This is uh, a news article that was published in the Boston Globe 
February 1896. But it just says, Pirates burning beast or something scares Rhode Islander. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. And then we get to the actual article, which is goes, Cow, monster or ghost? Reappearance of the fearsome thing that Pirate Hicks discovered 50 years ago. Neil Hopkins says it was as big as an elephant and it seemed to be all a fire. <laughs> Those are all very different things. <laughs> it's I on know. fire as well? Something like that. Okay. It's burning beast. But the article goes, Putnam, Connecticut, January 11th. Neil Hopkins of Gloucester, Rhode Island, was returning from his work on Dandelion Hill a few nights ago when at the darkest spot in the road, a strange beast gave him chase. He cannot exactly tell what it was as he only caught a glance of it as he ran. Hopkins is certain that the creature was some supernatural beast that lives in Gloucester Forest. It seemed to be all afire. It had a hot breath, Hopkins told his neighbours. There was a metallic sound, like the clanking of steel against steel. The beast didn't seem to be strong in the wind, for it chased me only a short distance, and then plunged off into the woods. I could hear the dead branches and twigs crackling under the heavy tramp. Hopkins says it was as big as an elephant, and that he was certain it had no tail. What? Opinion is divided. Yeah. What do you think it's so far? Like That's a could that be? very strange like description. All I can think of is probably some kind of alien because it's so weird sounding because uh, yeah. there was like I don't know if, how true it was but there was supposed to be aliens that were so bright that it looked like they were on fire but this is just weird ah. <laughs> this is just weird yeah it's it's the weird the the, the the I don't know I'm thinking like all I can think is like a, like a modern tractor has gone back in time and it has like the big high beam <laughs> lamps on <laughs> Like Back to the Future, but instead of a DeLorean, they have a yeah. JCB. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> when this gets up to eight miles an hour, you'll see some serious shit. Opinion is divided as to what uh, as to what it was that scared Hopkins. Some think it was only the escaped circus bear that held up several farmers and scared their horses in Gloucester Wood last fall. What? The bear was seen in Buckwoods. Yeah, I mean, this story just gets better and better. The bear was seen in Buckwoods near Webster, Massachusetts, and as far as Gloucester. Others believe that it was the famous Gloucester monster, the burning beast that Hopkins saw. The burning beast has been seen only once before. That was 57 years ago, last summer, when it appeared to four Gloucesterites, John Jepp, Ben Cobb, Ben Saunders, and Albert W. Hicks, the pirate who was afterward hanged on Liberty Island, New York Bay. Hicks was a native of Gloucester. He and his companions were digging up the Page Farm one night, trying to find Captain Kidd's supposed buried gold, when the monster frightened them away. They dropped picks and shovels and and ran for their life. Some Spanish doubloons had been previously found on the Page Farm, but the gold diggers never cared to search further than their awful experience. Hicks used to describe the beast thus it was a large animal with staring eyes as big as pewter bowls the eyes looked like balls of fire when it breathed as it went by flames came out of its mouth and nostrils scorching the brush in its path it was as big as a cow with dark wings on each side like a bat's spiral horns like a ram's as big around as a stovepipe its feet were formed like a duck's and measured a foot and a half across the body was covered with scales as big as clamshells, which made a rattling noise as the beast moved along. The scales flopped up and down. The thing had lights on its sides, like those shining through a tin lantern. 
before I saw it, I felt its presence, and I smelled something that was like burnt wool as it went by. I had a feeling of suffocation when it came near me. The monster seemed to come from nowhere and go to away in the same manner. What the hell is this thing? <laughs> this is I, wild. I don't know. I don't know. Is there any... It, uh, it is wild. Any photographs or renditions of the creature? I love seeing those. From what I could find, no. There was like a drawing included in like one blog article, but it was actually, it's a different uh, thing altogether. Oh, right. It okay. Just, it's not even a, an attempt at it. <laughs> No, when I I researched it through Google just to be sure, and it was like, you know, there's some French drawn. That's crazy. What what do you think about as it? As far as I could tell, I really don't know. I like I'm trying to place it. I I'm think like in my head is like that must be like some sort of steam engine or you know traction engine or something. But then like a description like that makes no sense. No, it's wild, isn't it? My head. I'm I'm just saying alien. That's what I think it is. Alien. <laughs> I think okay. it's some sort of UFO. Yeah. There are many people who, uh, many people in Gloucester who believe that the burning beast still haunts the forest not far from Providence Turnpike and that it was that that scared Hopkins. So that article was published in the Boston Globe uh, in 19, or in 1896. It think, there's like a credit at the end of it saying the New York World so I think it was published before then and basically a bunch of different papers ran the story across, um, oh, the, right. across America. Yeah, yeah. And then a while ago it was picked up on like a, a blog uh, Strange New England and I think either they gave it the Gloucester Ghoul name or like that's just the local folk name for it. Yeah. Um, because most things I found online were citing that blog, which was citing this article, which is so. I think this news article is the earliest mentioning of it. What do you make of that description? Because it's an old description, and then it's like quoting another description in it, like from like fifty-seven years earlier. Yeah, that's wild. It's very cool. <laughs> I really, really like it. Uh, I, mean, I kind of want to draw it after that description to be honest if nobody else has yeah. that's crazy I've yeah. never even well, heard anything I mean, like that I, I think when we get the top trumps trading card game <laughs> excuse to print money this one can be go um, in the dark <laughs> yeah that would be good yeah <laughs> that would be pretty but, cool um, or like have an actual LED mm. built into the card so when you push oh, down on it it like lights good, up yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I looked up Albert W. Hicks because they were like pirate and like the name was familiar to me but he was like one of the last people in America that were executed for piracy. Oh. I was um, thinking, all right. Just a bit about him. <laughs> when, when he was being tried uh, and, you know, he was you know, found guilty and whatever but his reason was the devil took possession of me. Because <laughs> it was like he did like a, a triple murder. Oh, right, okay. Um, he was just pirating. And that, that's what he got done for. Like, um... But after he was, like, sentenced to death for this triple murder and probably, like, you know, earlier piracy, he gave, like, a full confession of, like, his pirate times and the murder. And then it was all, like, it was published in a little book, pamphlet book, oh, on wow. the day of his execution with, like, illustrations of him and his, like, the crime scene, as it were. So, like, it turns out <laughs> people just have always been weird and, like, wanted to hear, like, all the gory details. That's really cool. That I book, actually would be really interested to read that. Well, it's all available online. Woohoo! <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's on archive.org. Uh, interview I'll the read you the name of... I'll, yeah, I'll re- it is Interview with a Pirate. Uh, I'll read you the title of it because it is spectacular. The Life, Trial, Confession and Execution of Albert W. Hicks, the pirate and murderer executed on Bedloe's Island, New York Bay, on the 13th of July, 1860. For the murder of Captain Burr Smith and Oliver Watts on board the oyster sloop E.A. Johnson containing the history of his life written by himself from childhood up to the time of his arrest 
with a full account of his piracies, murders, mutinies, highway robberies, etc., comprising the particulars of nearly 100 murders. Whoa. To which is added the account of his arrest, imprisonment, trial and execution, also his phrenological character, as described by L.N. Folick. Or Fowley. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> like what? What a title. Wow. What a title. Needs its own yeah. book. <laughs> <laughs> it does. The title has an index, like, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, well, well, we're, well, we're just briefly on him. Uh, execution date. This is the 13th. Guess what, Kaylee? Go on. It was a, fri- a Friday. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, yeah. yeah. What a badass. Um, yeah. And then, yeah. Also, like, P.T. Barnum, you know, um, showman P.T. Barnum. Yeah, I know P.T. Barnum. Yeah. Um, he met him in prison before he was executed. Oh. And he had a deal made with him that he would take, like, his death mask, so, like, the casting of his face yeah. while he was still alive. And then he used that to create a full-size statue of him. Oh, my God. That he uses, like, one of his sideshows. Oh, kind of like, like a wax museum, really. Yeah, so it was like that. He was wearing the same clothes when he was committing the murders. So it was like, uh, oh <laughs> here's the God. murder. <laughs> um, well, that's how uh, Madame Tussauds uh, wax yeah. museum started. It was all, uh, like, murders and dark... It was all dark subjects that people would come to see. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of spread yeah. out to celebrities and stuff. Yeah, and I think that like that waxwork was featured, not like the actual one, but it's featured in a Twilight Zone story. Oh, that's cool. I wonder what he got was like, for giving P.T. Barnum his death mask and stuff. Like, do you think he offered him anything? Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he got a new set of clothes. Is that it? Just to die in? Yeah. Oh, I, oh I, have, I have the description. It's a good... Dis- it's, he was he was kitted out. Because... <laughs> um, yeah, no, hang on. Give me a sec. Um... It was electric blue suit. Um, a newspaper described his coat was rather fancy, being ornamented with two rows of gilded navy button, buttons and a couple of anchors in needlework. A white shirt, a pair of blue pants, a pair of light pumps and the old cosset hat that he wore when arrested completed the attire. Did you say white pumps? He had like sneakers on? <laughs> light pumps. Oh, but, light. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's really... Yeah, yeah that's a lot for then. <laughs> But you know for a fact his grave's getting robbed. He's not going to be buried too deep. <laughs> he was dug up <laughs> oh uh, and his body was given to like, it was, you know... Oh, um, for like surgeons. Surgeons. Yeah. But because the corpse couldn't be found, people thought it was like, he's escaped death. Oh my God, he's out there with his sneakers yeah, on. he's out there. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I like that. Somebody definitely just took his corpse. <laughs> it was yeah. probably P.T. Barnum. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the real, it's not actually wax. No, <laughs> no. There's a real skeleton in the parts of the Caribbean ride, in one of I've them. I've heard that. Yeah, I don't know if it's there anymore, but it definitely used to be. You should just do one where it is all skeletons, like. For oh, real. but they actually like, like animate them, like put them in an animatronic thing. That would be great. <laughs> I'd be up for that. That'd be great. <laughs> that that should be an option, like you know, if your donor card. I don't know. The idea like, of donating okay. your body to Disney is. <laughs> Seems a little bit. I'm not. Doesn't have to be Disney, but like, oh yeah, fair. you know, to ride on eternal roller coaster. Yeah, <laughs> roller coaster set dressing. I'd be like, don't even take like you don't even need my skeleton. Just take my whole body. Like animate my eyes, looking at people <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> I want them to be really freaked out. Just like a corpse marionette. Yeah, yeah. Put me on like a Frankenstein ride or something. If you're enjoying the podcast, think about <laughs> checking out our Patreon. 
It's like you don't even plan this ahead of time. It just always happens. <laughs> We're an independent podcast, so we don't get much funding from anywhere else. From anywhere else. If you're not in a position to support us that way, you can help us out for free by rating the podcast wherever you listen to it and by letting people know about it. So whatever way you can support us, thank you. And if you enjoy listening, thank you also. Because the new Godzilla film, Godzilla Minus One, is coming to theatres 15th of December in Ireland. Not be there sponsored. or be square, as in not around. <laughs> not sponsored, no. But if Godzilla would like to sponsor us, I'd love that. Imagine the Godzilla sponsorship. Like, can you imagine like, that business meeting you'd have to have? <laughs> what do you mean? Like with Godzilla? The, yeah, I mean, that's how sponsorships work, isn't it? There's like a boardroom and there's suits. And then there'd just be like Godzilla noises. I mean, I'd also, you know, studio sponsorship, that'd be fine. I just want to meet Godzilla in a business casual environment. So you've heard of Godzilla. What about Hogzilla? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I love Hogzilla. It's so stupid. <laughs> Uh, so ABC News reported on this kind of whole story. I mean, all the news crowds did it. This one's just from ABC News. But it, this is from like 2005. The mystery of the beast known as Hogzilla was born in the swamps and woods of Georgia last summer. Chris Griffin, a hunting guide, was out in the woods one day when he says he couldn't believe his eyes. An animal resembling a hog that was 15 feet long and weighed over 1,000 pounds. So anyway, he shoots and kills this big pig and then gets like his JCB uh, or whatever they're called in America. And he, like, hangs it from it. And takes this picture. And the internet kind of were like, this is real, wow, huge pig. Or, um, like, you know, cryptid level, big pig. Yeah. That's not possible. And then everyone is also going, no, 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 that's a hoax. That You've, you've, you've doctored that on the computer. Oh, really? That. Okay. Yeah. Mm. So that's, like, the actual, like, the, the crunchy bit of this is, like, this online sort of argument that happened yeah I, I love online arguments about pigs <laughs> yeah basically a lot of it was is this just a huge wild boar or was it like a hoax that just like a farm pig that was hoaxed uh made it look bigger um let me get the let me get the picture for you holy that's a big it's old a big pig. pig wow i kind of wish they'd kept the jcb in shot so i could see the i know yeah you know because uh, he's behind it you know yeah well JCB or whatever it's hard to see how close you know it is to the camera yeah and I'm sure that's part of the Uh, yeah oh yeah I can see how people would argue about this a lot it's like uh, you (laughs) ever see the fishing pictures like one of the (laughs) tricks is like you hold the fish out away from you so it's closer to the camera so it looks bigger (laughs) and you can make a fish that's tiny look fucking huge if you do it properly (laughs) it's the same principle with with a hog (laughs) so um National Geographic got involved. We decided to do a real CSI-style investigation for Explorer, said Nancy uh, Don- Nancy Donnelly, a National Geographic producer. We brought in a pig geneticist, a wildlife ecologist, and a pig behaviour specialist. Now, after extensive research, there is a verdict. National Geographic says, Pogzilla is very real, though not as big as they thought. It's real! Confirmed! We need the foghorn for this. Beep! Um, they dug him up like you know he had him in the ground they dug him up oh there he is now beware oh he's not looking too good he's not no he's not looking too fresh Um, they dug him up they estimated that he would have been about 800 pounds yeah so it was probably more like 8 feet long alright okay not 12 which I mean is still still huge humongous yeah and only weighed about 800 pounds you know (laughs) only 800 very light very light yeah (laughs) My God, that um, thing would kill you. 
Well, I'm, I'm sure there's lots of hogs that could kill you. <laughs> I think most hogs could probably kill you. I feel like as as Irish people, we know nothing about hogs, really. Because, like, rural America gets a lot of hogs, and they're, they're, they're a big surrounded. problem. <laughs> they breed, like, twice a year, and they breed a load of cubs. So it's, impo- it's, it's, Im- almost, it's almost impossible, impossible. <laughs> yeah, to keep yeah. them in check. So, like, they analyzed the DNA, and they found that he had wild boar in his ancestry. Oh, what was it supposed to be? I, I, I assume it just was entirely wild boar. I think it was like that. Oh, is this actually just a pig? And oh, like, right, no, okay. It's actually, you know, from from a wild boar. That's crazy. Wild boar, um, or that it was part wild boar or something. Not sure on really what they're getting at there. Yeah, <laughs> they finished up their article. It's like, but more questions remain. Where did this giant hybrid come from? And to the residents of uh, Alapaha, Alapala, Georgia, there is one thing more important. Uh, one thing. There's one thing perhaps more important. Could the son or, do- of son or daughter of Hogzilla still be out there? Dun, 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 dun. I love that. They're setting up the sequel. <laughs> I mean, the chances are, are more than likely. Let's yeah, be honest. probably, yeah. That thing is huge, though. My God, that's terrifying. So there's more of them out there as well. Oh. Mm-hmm. But uh, and there was like, she was describing the tusks on it in another article. And it's like, one was 18 inches. And the other was 16 inches. That's crazy. And like that, that's uh, it's set like records. Yeah. Um, for North American free range record. The size of the thing, though. Imagine coming across that. Like, mm-hmm. if I was camping in America, I'd be worried about like bears or like maybe raccoons or something. Mm-hmm. Imagine having to open your tent and seeing that thing. Imagine that thing tearing tearing at you, like yeah. you know, coming for you. That's terrifying. Yeah. It's a no. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a no from me. Like, they had the Revenant and a bear attack. Like, this would be, I think, more terrifying. Yeah, and the noise that, like, hogs make as well is, oh, like... Stop. It's... <laughs> Chris Griffin shot him. Ken Holyoke owned the preserve where it was shot. But it'd be saying, like, you know, he measured it out to be 12 feet um, when it was freshly killed. And, like, this is where they were having a back and forth, like, him and National Geographic specialists. Um, he was saying, oh, you know, whatever, decomposed after it died and when it was, like, buried. Yeah. So, like... It compressed. Said, Have you ever seen a raisin after it was a grape? <laughs> oh my god, that was his argument against like actual yeah, yeah. specialists. <laughs> yeah, 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 and the experts allowed for some shrinkage when making their final estimate. Wow. <laughs> um, Either way, I mean, it's still massive. Like, yeah, get this. You like this? Yeah. Uh, an article by NBC goes: Despite the dispute, this town, 180 miles south of Atlanta has already adopted adopted Hogzilla as its own it went with a Hogzilla theme for its fall festival with a parade featuring a Hogzilla princess children in pink pig outfits and a float carrying a Hogzilla replica <laughs> you have like a Miss Hog of the, for the festival I don't know I, I need to I need to find out more <laughs> or the, the Hog princess or something like, what's there a has Hogzilla to be? princess <laughs> it must be there has to be and it has to be like the the like the Rosa the, Tralee yeah. <laughs> the burliest woman like <laughs> they have a rock and if you can knock the rock over you become the Hogzilla so yeah Hogzilla was a real thing um a cryptid confirmed so you know therefore that's crazy not a cryptid yeah <laughs> has evolved. actually confirmed um, yeah they had people flipping out over the picture of a big hog and uh turned out to be not as big but still big still a big hog yeah yeah, especially though not fake. 
Yeah, that's really cool. I actually, that's like one of the first times in a while where we've, it's not been like a mystery ending of, uh, oh, the yeah. DNA went missing or, <laughs> mm. no, they actually yeah. found everything and like, confirmed it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, not a crypt. It's, it's 2005. It has been seen through the high-powered microscope of science. Oh my God. Yeah. It was found to be Big Pig. Big Pig. Yeah. Aching now, the Beast bacon. of Dean, on the other hand, that's another Big Pig, but it's unknown to science, so maybe a future episode. Hey, we'll do, uh, when it's discovered officially, another episode on it. Yeah. <laughs> no. no, I mean, we can't even do uh, confirmed or not this episode, because it, it, it's confirmed, except for the other creature thing, which is unconfirmed. What do you think of that one? Do you believe it's real or not? Which one? The other pig? Yeah. I haven't got to read about him properly. Oh, not, not the other like, pig, sorry. The other, other creature. Pig, the other... Um, oh, sorry. The lighting up Gloucestershire creature. I couldn't find any more recent records Gloucester. than those two. Gloucester? 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 So, if it was maybe a thing, perhaps it's gone. Yeah. Very cool, though. Very cool. I love the descriptions of it. Uh, I love how wild that story got. It just kept on unfolding. Yeah, it really did. And then, like, you had the whole thing about the pirate Pirate gold, Yeah, that just kept going. (laughs) I would love to see that. That would be really cool. I'd I'd rather see that than Hogzilla, to be honest. Hogzilla, more scary. Yeah, yeah, definitely. If one of them's going to knock me down, like... Yeah. uh, That's all we have time for this week. Uh, Thank you to my girlfriend for uh, putting me on those stories. If you like the podcast, suggest us to your friends and family. We'd appreciate that. If you have any personal ghost stories that you'd like us to read on the podcast or weird stories, send them in to us at paranormalhotlinepodcast at gmail.com. Or if you have any stories that you'd like us to cover, send us an email about them or shoot us a message on any of the socials and we'll get back to you on it. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.